You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Nationals reporter, Bill Latson. And, Bill, a week ago we spent most of the podcast talking about the Nationals and Mets, and they're, they're at it again this week, but from D.C. this time. Um, obviously, it was a good series in Queens as the Nationals took two out of three despite dropping the first game. They pitched well in the series, and they kind of gave themselves a little cushion in the East with the victory and a nice little run. That cushion has kind of evaporated as the Mets have now heated up again. And and the Mets take game one of this series on Monday night. And it was interesting because it was kind of a flip of the script from Wednesday night of last week. You had Bartolo Colon suddenly pitching well after the Nationals had gotten to him a week ago. And, and Gio Gonzalez struggled a bit. But the thing that surprised me was you would think, Bill, that the second time facing the same pitcher in less than a week, the advantage kind of swings to the hitters. But Cologne looks so much better on Monday night than he did last week in New York. Uh, what were the Nationals saying about Cologne? Did he have different stuff, or is he just that kind of crafty veteran pitcher that he's able to to fool a team five nights later? Tim, it was a combination of both. Uh, Dusty Baker maybe said it best yesterday. He talked about how, um, you know, a one-minute – Cologne was throwing uh, 83 miles an hour. In the next minute, he was throwing 92. Um, uh, one pitch got as far as 98 miles an hour. So, uh, you know, he was changing speeds, and that was the key. And, uh, and we got to keep in mind, too, Tim, overall, the national offense is not very good. It hasn't been good from really in two years. And they need to get more consistent. It can't be just Bryce Harper doing all the stuff. So, um to be honest with you, I just think that uh, the Mets pitchers think that, uh, you know, the, the Nationals offense isn't very good. Uh, we had Strasburg versus Harvey uh, last week, and it was very lopsided as that Nationals offense that struggled so much didn't struggle at all. They looked great against Matt Harvey early and often in that game, and Strasburg was just at it again doing what he does. Um, now they face Harvey again. Um, what are Nats player? I mean, what's the vibe you get about their feelings going into another game against a pitcher who is supposed to be one and the best in the game, but clearly hasn't been right this season? Well, obviously, you know, they, they're not going to say this is an automatic win, but, uh, you know, they have to wait and see. They have to be careful with Harvey because, you know, he had, uh, he pitched, uh, he had batting practice and uh, pitching practice uh, Saturday. And, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, for the Mets anyway, he can get it together. So, I think the, the the Nationals definitely don't think this is an easy victory at all. All right, so so Strasburg has clearly been been tremendous this season for the Nationals, and so has Scherzer. Even though we've we've picked apart the fact that he's given up a lot of home runs, but he's also been extremely dominant. Uh, as you've watched these two pitchers pitch throughout this season so far, Bill, which guy has been more impressive to you in 2016, Strasburg or Scherzer? Um, I have to say Scherzer uh, because of the way he can be so dominant, um, the way he concentrates on that mound. You know, it doesn't bother me that he gives up a lot of home runs. I mean, most of them are solo shots anyway. So uh, I have to say it's definitely uh, Scherzer. And also he's not bad with the bat either, so I have to give it to him. Yeah, he certainly is, helps himself out from time to time. Uh, so we've talked about the offense, and, and while it certainly struggled overall and struggled against again on Monday, uh, there was a little stretch there, Bill, heading into Monday where things were starting to look a little bit better 
Uh, ben Revere had a three-game stretch where he went seven for 14. Uh, he drove in some runs, had some stolen bases. Anthony Rendon, who's been ice cold uh, between May 10th and, and Monday night, had really been hitting 405, a uh, bunch of doubles for him. He had been driving in runs and taking walks. And Wilson Ramos has been hitting as well. Are those little glimmers of what this offense can be? Yes. I mean, uh, especially with Rendon. I mean, Rendon has been hot lately. Um, I think they really need him to really get it going, drive in runs, hit some home runs. Um, Wilson Ramos, it's great to see that he's uh, consistent with the bat now. He's had, you know, he had LASIK surgery uh, during spring training, and that seemed to seemed to have uh, been the trick for him. So hopefully these guys can remain consistent. Ben Revere as well. He's starting to get it going now after missing a month of action. So uh, hopefully this is what they need to, in order to win the division. And, you know, you talk about the, the phrase, see the ball, hit the ball. It's a lot easier to do that if you can actually see the ball, right, Bill, as far as yes. Wilson Ramos is concerned. Uh, certainly a big deal. Now, Bryce Harper, as those guys seem to be heating up a little bit, Harper may be cooling off uh, in the month of May at least, and he was 0 for 4 on Monday. He finally got to face a team on Monday night in the Mets that they actually challenged him a little bit, and he goes 0 for 4. And I know, Bill, right after the game, he went right to the cage, uh, got some extra BP, and this is the guy that, that Bryce Harper is. You know, he's always grinding, always working. And I guess he's mixed things up a little bit, taking BP on the field before games too, which is something he didn't do in the past. Is it just kind of trying things out and, and trying to make the most of a situation where he knows the the chances to hit are going to be limited because of the, the pitches that he's not getting thrown? Yes, I mean, he's frustrated, of course. Right. But um, I think he's going to uh, get it together. Uh, I really believe that uh, what he did last night, uh, taking more batting practice, I think that's the start of, of something good, I believe. And uh, I think he knows that he has to be patient as ever because they know they're not going to pitch to him. I mean, he knows the story. And, uh, you know, to me, if, he, if you look at it, I think he's, he's really been uh, a lot patient um, than he has been in the past. And I think just going 0 for 4, it's just one game. I think he's really going to get it together. Dusty Baker, I thought, made a great point um, talking about co people compare, you know, what he's doing and, and the treatment he's getting to the Barry Bonds treatment. And Baker made the, the comparison saying, hey, Bonds was a veteran by the time it got to that point. He was in his right. 30s. He had seen it all in baseball. Harper's still in his early 20s. Um, the fact that he has to cope with this is one thing, and it shows how great a player he is, but it's also tougher on a guy that, that, that's seen less throughout baseball. I thought that was a really good point, Bill, made by Dusty Baker. He brought up the point that, uh, you know, at that age, Barry Bonds was still struggling. He was like a 250 hitter at that time, and, uh, and Bryce Harper is way ahead of what, uh, you know, Bonds went through at, at that same age, so he's going to be okay. I'm not worried about Bryce Harper. One more thing I wanted to touch on with you, Bill, and, and it's something we visited before, but I wanted to revisit it as the situation seemingly hasn't changed much as Danny Espinoza continues to struggle at the plate, 201 after an 0 for 3 on Monday night. Uh, and, and then meanwhile, Trey Turner continues to hit, albeit in the minors at AAA, but 15 stolen bases for Turner as well, 15 extra base hits uh, in Syracuse. Is, is a change getting closer, or is there that loyalty with Espinoza and what he gives them defensively? Is he going to still be hanging on there and trying to work things out at the plate for a while longer? You know, um, in my opinion, I, I would hope a change is coming. I mean, uh, Trey Turner 
should have been here a long time ago. And uh, he's a better hitter. He's fast. He would really, his speed would really help this team out. And, uh, you know, the last four years, Danny Espinosa has hit 217. So I think it's time for a change. And, uh, you know, how long, how long uh, you know, this has been taking forever for him to get his back going. So I think it's time for a change. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Maybe the one thing that's kind of saved Danny Espinoza is the fact that the team's pitched so well and played well overall, and they're in first place. Um, if they were struggling and, and maybe fading out of the race a little bit, there'd be more desperation, and you'd maybe go to Turner quicker. So Espinoza's been helped by that. But it seems like the writing's on the wall. I agree, Bill, and it's only a matter of time before we see that switch because Trey Turner, I think, is, is certainly – ready at the plate to to take over and this team still needs that spark offensively all right great stuff as always this has been mlb.com extras our nationals edition for bill latz and i'm tim mcmaster tune in again next week mlb.tv premium the number one live streaming sports service is celebrating 13 years watch every out of market regular season game live or on demand in true hd real-time highlights live look-ins pitch tracking widget and more mlb.tv premium includes a free at bat 15 subscription watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices watch at home in the office or on the go every night on every device blackout and other restrictions apply visit mlb.tv for details